All right. Well, you guys, welcome back. If you are new here, we are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com, that's habit with a Y, to either request more information or book your free discovery call. Hello, welcome back. Today we have me, Coach Steph, Coach Verlaine, and Coach Carly on the mic. And we're going to go through some most commonly asked macro and tracking questions that we get um, from our clients, from people on social media. Um, so before we dive in, let's, you know, how are you guys? Let's catch up a little bit. Um, other than me sounding like a horse, I'm good. Hopefully by the time you guys listen to this, my voice is back to normal. But yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I can't believe it's already February. I know. You like sound January a lot better. January went by quick. Thank, you sound a lot better Steph. than yesterday. <laughs> I know. I, I sent them a beautiful recording of my voice yesterday morning. And I was like, I don't know if I'm able to do the podcast, but here I am drinking my tea. I was trying to put the voice to your face and I couldn't. I couldn't. It, it was not your voice I yesterday. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I listened to it twice and I was like, is this not even Fairlane though? It was like, it, it sounded like he had. she had like one of her friends put on like an act or something to make believe she it was her it was pretty scary it sounded like a scary movie to me <laughs> it honestly and it didn't, didn't help like it, it didn't, didn't sound, sound bad like, you just sounded like somebody it didn't else sound horse. exactly exactly <laughs> okay okay well that's that's good to know yeah I was by the time I had to do my like my ninth check-in yesterday I'm like I don't know if I have any more to give but here I am <laughs> oh we're all good it's the tea it's your tea. Yes, it's working. It's definitely <laughs> working. What about you, Carly? Are you alive? I know you uh, You just had an interesting workout. I'm still currently trying to catch my breath. Um, can't really eat any food, but, you know, I'm a coffee girl, so I'm just going right back to my coffee. Just Are try, you drinking coffee right now? Through. I sure am. I mean, but it's 2 p.m. Oh my where gosh. I'm at. I stopped drinking coffee at 3 p.m. Oh so God. I'm just I drinking That's still late for me, though. Coffee. It, it is half calf yeah though. I always drink half calf oh. okay so it's a little bit better go. how's helps. your day been Steph it's it's good today was a little you know crazy at my other job at work but um I feel like every day is is something different there but pretty good I've, <laughs> I've been feeling good thankfully um definitely I'm not doing like your workout that you just did though but I just need to give I just need to give everybody the backstory for a second Carly sent us the workout that she did and it was like three what was it it was three rounds and you do like a two minute sprint on one like cardio machine and then a little bit of a rest and then a one minute sprint and a little bit of a rest and like a 30 minute sprint three times and I literally was on the floor I'm not kidding for like 20 minutes my body just it wasn't working (laughs) I go to a really deep, dark place whenever I'm doing CrossFit workouts, so I'm still dead. I can dead. see that. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, though, yeah, although that you keep yourself accountable. You keep yourself accountable when you're not even in a CrossFit gym, which is like, it's, that's very admirable. That's hard. That's, that is really hard to do like workouts like that when nobody's literally like just nobody's watching. You don't have any like competitor next to you. Yeah. It's just you versus you. That's, that's tough. Well, I... 
like I was telling you guys earlier, like I, I set a goal and it's like a, just a competition against myself literally every single day. It wouldn't matter what anyone else is doing. I'm just like, I'm going to beat me. So it's like, it's just, it's a competition in the garage by myself with myself. <laughs> That's good. You should just do some like blow up fat heads and put it around your gym, garage gym. <laughs> yeah. That'd be actually pretty, pretty funny. Or just, just blow up dolls. Like- Would that be weird? <laughs> That would be weird. I put Jack stuffed stuff animals that. around the area. Please do not do that. My neighbors might think something really strange is going on if I have blow up dolls in my garage. Oh man! It it would. This it would can get this can get way cool. off topic very quickly. Yes, yes. It can. That's why we pick our topic that we picked today because we knew that there was just gonna be a lot of stuff all over the place. Yes. <laughs> Yes. All right. Speaking of, let's go through them because there's like 10 questions to get through. So, yeah. All right. So the first question that we get a lot is, is it better to hit your protein or your calories? So in reading this, in in other words, it's like, should I go over my calories in order to meet my protein? What do you guys think? Um, If you're in a deficit, a caloric deficit is king. You need that to be able to lose weight. And so if you're like, okay, well, I to hit my protein, I'm going to end up going over my calories by XYZ because I've already gone over in carbs and fat or met your carbs and fat. At that point, no. I would just say calories are at where they're at for the next day, to, for, for, for that day. And then the next day, try to pre-log a little bit better to hit your, your protein the next day. Yeah, I agree, and I was going to hit on that as well. You will avoid that problem completely if you pre-log <laughs> your food. So yep. that's always like – it always solves a lot of problems, pre-logging your food. But um, I – you know, there's a hierarchy when it comes to macros and – or calories. Calories is always going to come first, and then we always say protein comes second, and then carbs and fats um, follow suit. So I think we can kind of all agree on that. Yeah. So are you too, Fairlene? Yeah, for sure. And, um, I know a lot of question are kind of in the same era, like realm in the, in, in this question is that, you know, people ask, um, is it okay to go over your protein mm-hmm. on certain days? And like what Steph said, pre-logging is probably going to be the answer for the for that is making sure that you have a plan but if you do have to go over your calories or if you're still feeling hungry I would definitely reach for protein first so then it, that kind of saves the rest of your carbs and fat and you know having too much protein is never going to be a, a problem in in a sense because it does help with recovery and muscle retention and everything else in between right honestly going over any macro is is only going to have a negative effect if you're watching your overall calorie intake. Yeah, if you're in a deficit. Yeah, for sure. What were you going to say, Carly? I do want to throw out there with pre-logging. I've had this issue with a couple clients recently where we're talking about pre-logging. They're like, oh, I've been pre-tracking, but I'm looking at the like logs and it's they're not really you're not really close to your macro goals. With pre-logging, when you're putting it in, you're not just like, oh, I feel like eating this, 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 this tomorrow but you're not even getting close, you're pre-logging just for the sake of pre-logging. Right. Your goal with pre-logging should be to be within, you know, five five grams for protein and carbs, three grams for fats. 
you're not just logging everything just to put it in there ahead of time to save you the time tomorrow. You're doing all of that macro Tetris ahead of time. That's the goal right. of pre-logging. I've, I've had that a, a quite a few times too. Like the whole point is to go back mm-hmm. and look at your day so that way you can manipulate portion sizes, manipulate food choices, um, maybe meal timing, if whatever it is to kind of get you on, on that track. So um, yeah. I hope yeah, me- meal or er, pre-logging is there. I guess you gotta define it sometimes for yeah. you know, especially newer, newer right. um, people that are new to macros and tracking. Um, but that's a very good point. Right. With with that said, too, so you know now, also, like this is kind of um, I guess the theme of our <laughs> our podcast too. We're talking a lot about protein today, so. Um, the next question is, do I have to have protein immediately after a workout? <laughs> uh, so Steph and I kind of conversed a little bit about this because I feel like 10, 20 years ago, the answer would have been immediately after within 30 minutes. But You're nowadays window. I've... Exactly. Yes, yeah. You, you, so I feel like now there's definitely a little bit more, a longer time period. And also... I like to, like, unless you're, and I don't know, Carly, maybe you speak more more to this too, like, unless you're trying to compete in the bodybuilding, like, this shouldn't matter as much because if you have a higher pro- protein intake overall, then you're going to be fine. Um, what do you think, Car? I totally agree. And I actually, um, so this programmer that I'm following right now, I watched a, actually a couple of his YouTube videos recently, and he has one on protein timing and then he also has one on like carbohydrate timing too after workouts and with protein timing like it is very science-based and he talks about how it's better to just focus on your overall consumption of protein and spreading it out so they've seen that you know research shows it's best to like if you're going to eat 80 grams just a random number 80 grams of protein in a day it's best to eat four meals with 20 grams of protein each just spread out throughout the day versus like Uh eight mm-hmm. meals yep. of 10 or two meals of 40. It's better to just overall goal and space it out throughout the day. So you have like this even consumption of protein. It, t- timing doesn't really matter anymore as to what they used to think it did. Yes. Right. Yeah. That plays into satiety as well too. Like have, oh, yeah. making sure you're eating protein in each meal. You're not going to be like starving in between each. Yeah. I'm glad you said that too, Car, because I feel like the, those questions are – ask a lot because we tend to just overthink stuff and just overcomplicate it it's like oh like you know same same thing with like I can't eat carbs after 7 p.m like things like that like just throw all that stuff out of the window because it like it doesn't in the overall scheme of things like it's not going to affect you (laughs) you know it's not going to make any difference right um right yeah it's that do we answer that question was that pretty good I think moving on to the I think third one. All right. So third question we had was my appetite has decreased the last few days while being sick. Should I still try to hit my macro goals? Steph? No, I mean, I think macros takes a backseat. Well, honestly, wait, hold on. Let me backtrack. But um, (laughs) (laughs) so she said that she wasn't hungry. So no, I would not force feed when you're sick. Yeah. I feel like macros kind of takes takes a back seat. But if you can get in nutrients, that's what I would recommend. Like if you can get in mm-hmm. maybe like 
I always suggest like smoothies, like with fruit in it, mm-hmm. or easier. Um, yes. Yeah, like a soup with veg, like chopped vegetables in it. If you can get that down, some like micronutrients to kind of help you feel good. But I wouldn't be worried about hitting, you know, 145 grams of protein. Oh, I have to get my fat in. Like at that point, you just give your body what it needs and rest and hydrate and get in whatever you can. Yeah, um, I've had to deal with this the past like four days for the, this you know me not feeling my best too and I am I am definitely locale and I do not like it but I'm not also gonna force feed myself just so I can hit my 2200 you know calorie goal uh, I did do a lot of bone broth so you know like Steph said I think focusing on you know the foods that you're gonna be eating are choosing them wisely more highly nutritiously you know dense foods um fruits and veggies i ate a whole like container of blueberries because it just tasted so good and then bone broth we've been doing bone broth so we've I've, i just did that I, and i know my calorie consumption again probably half of that that my goal but it i need something my body needs something and food helps with recovery too so not completely just saying no thank you for the food but just making sure that you're being a little more like smart about it when what you're eating yeah if you obviously if you have a stomach virus you're not going to be like (laughs) wanting like soup with carrots and zucchini in it like you're just going to want to eat like crackers and stuff so that's what I meant when I meant when I said like it depends what kind of sick you are (laughs) Yeah, like if you can stomach if you can stomach some food, definitely get some nutrients in. I tell my clients whenever they're sick, like try to make things more palatable. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm gonna have to have, to have to eat my meal my meal prep that's rice and chicken or whatever. Find some sauces that you can put on there to make it more palatable, like so you can get nutrients in. Because without putting in any nutrients into your body, your body's not going to recover from the sickness as best as it can. Yeah, so exactly. Try yep. to get the nutrient dense food in for sure. All right, moving on to the next one. Where are we here? Okay, how do you keep your fat intake low? Okay, I have to just mention this is like the number one thing that I've noticed is a lot of people are eating higher fat protein sources and it's taking away from the other fat they can have in their day. So, I mean, yes, I'm talking about like using a lean ground turkey mm-hmm. instead of a regular um, fat content turkey or um, ground beef, higher, higher fat meats like steak instead of chicken so those are all going to be higher fat but you also get to choose your preference if those things are important to you you want to have the higher fat beef you want to have the higher fat turkey or the steak or the salmon whatever it is um then you just have to give somewhere else in your day so Mm -hmm. you you just have to choose what's important to you and what's not but choosing things like lower fat meats or lower fat cheese instead of the full fat everything will really make a big yeah. difference. Yeah, like if you want almond butter later on in the day, then maybe you have your low fat or <laughs> non fat yogurt and then you can have almond butter. It's like a give and a take of what things you enjoy the most. And then also, um, knowing that if you're eating a little bit lower fat in a deficit, a deficit is temporary. Yeah. You just have to do it for right now and then in a reverse in maintenance, your fat macro yeah. goal is going to increase and you can fit more in. 
That's yeah. how you can keep it so low is knowing that it's temporary and eventually you can eat with more freedom outside of a deficit. Yeah. Yep. And hence pre-logging, that's why it's so important. <laughs> also cooking like it oils. It all kind of boils down to that too. Cooking yeah. oils. Cooking oils add yep. up very you fast. sprays instead is what yeah. I usually tell my clients. Do you guys let yeah. them know that too? Because like I love fat. I have a higher calorie. Uh, I have uh, my macro fat is pretty high because <laughs> I just love fat and don't want to give it. Um, but using yeah using sprays instead of like actual like you know tablespoons of oil etc um obviously opting in for like non-fat low-fat version versus like you said like the full fat version of things I think those are like the two things that can really make a difference when you're trying to keep your fat intake a little bit lower yeah okay so the next question is why not just count calories question mark (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, well, okay. I think this is, there could be a lot of answer for this, this question. And I think, um, it's probably going to be like, you know, by preference to for, from each coach, but you could still be successful with counting calories, especially if, you know, if you actually have an idea of your, where your base is and you know, exactly the, like if you're, in an actual caloric deficit and you're just counting calories, you're going to make some changes. You're going to see some changes. Um, the reason why macros is so important to me, and I, this is what, what I tell my clients too, is like the reason why we have this breakdown is because it helps you have balanced meals. So you're not just eating a plate of avocado, you know, like you're breaking down the actual calories into macros, protein, carbs, and fat. So then when you have a plate, you're building a plate with different macronutrients to actually give you a more balanced meal at the very end of the day. Does that make sense? I know it's like, just like, going into a loop but that's the best way that I could like describe it yeah and I feel like when people just track calories they tend to um ignore one of the macros or um make make them so what's the word that I'm looking for I guess like make them so low like they they don't pay attention to one of the macros so they're not eating enough of it and each macro has its own purpose purpose. in the body and we need them all so um This kind of makes you aware of that. Make sure that doesn't happen. I was just talking to one of my clients yesterday and she just started with me a week ago and she was telling me about how like for the past however long, a long time, she's been trying to stay under 2,000 calories a day and she's been trying to lose weight and she's just counting calories before she came to us Mm. and it's been so hard for her to stay under 2,000 calories. And then she started with me and of course – her protein number is a lot higher than where it typically was before she started. And she's like, I was so easily able to stay under 2000 calories. I wasn't just hungry yeah. and just eating a bunch. She's like, and I, I hit my protein so well. I was like, well, protein keeps you satiated. And so you're not just going to feel this super hungry. Like if you're just eating a bunch of carbs, you're going to di- quickly digest those. Your yes. blood sugar is going to spike up. And then when that blood sugar comes right back down, you're going to be hungry again. And guess what you're going to reach for? More carbohydrates. So then quickly you're going over that 2000 calorie random goal that you set for yourself. Whereas like, okay, now you're in a deficit. You're around 1600, 1700 calories, whatever we have you at. And it's going to be a lot easier to hit that because Mm -hmm. you're staying fuller longer because you're tracking macros. 
every macro has a has a, a benefit and a point in your body and that's exactly why right also body recomp like people spin their wheels yes. when yeah, they're trying true, they true. think that they're in a certain calorie range but they're not eating enough protein and they're trying to build muscle and it's not happening so it could yeah. be the missing piece for a lot of people but like you said counting um macros is you don't have to do it to reach your goals people do reach their goals without counting Mm -hmm. macros but i think it's a good foundation that everybody should have no matter what the goal is even if it's even if there's no goal even if it's just for life yeah (laughs) i think it's a really good just base too because like for someone that hasn't ever tracked before and you have them track what they're eating currently you know to just get, get a good like base they're even they're surprised that oh I only get in 50 grams of protein a day and like yeah well then that's the reason why um yeah I think I think it's even if you don't have a goal it's just good to to just do for yourself to to just understand nutrition a little bit more and just to understand how how you know your body can thrive in in certain calories while also understanding the macronutrients as well right yeah and maybe you've had really good success losing weight just counting calories um, Uh because you can have success with counting calories you see wow my intake was really high I'm going to cut it down to this calorie intake and maybe you start to see a standstill like your weight your weight loss progress is plateauing you're not really seeing any more changes that's where maybe counting macros is going to benefit you because now you're actually okay I'm going to pay attention to all three of the macronutrients and that can be a really big factor in getting that progress started again um because you're you have more attention to detail with those things and like um I think it was Steph that just said body recomposition and that's going to be a really big factor in you being more successful for and being sustainable with your success as well long period of time definitely for sure very big eye-opener um, the mm-hmm. next question, I think, is oh, it's um, for you, Carly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're I went out of turn. My spotlight. Stuff. I went out of turn. I'm so sorry, Carly. <laughs> you. It's okay. You were saving me. I'm still knew, out of breath from my workout. So I knew I it was gonna happen to at one point one or another. <laughs> We even Damn made it. it your initials. All you I have know. to do is follow along. Damn it. <laughs> but technically it's all it's all Stephanie's. Technically. Yeah. This is the Stephanie Podcast. Welcome back, Stop you guys. It. This week we have Carly and Fairlane as guests. <laughs> Whatever, oh, Carly. That was good. We knew this was gonna good po- gonna be a good podcast regardless of what our topic was gonna be. So yeah. <laughs> so the next question is, how do I add fiber? And I feel like this is something I've, I get really often with clients. Um, yeah. Your fiber is down at five grams a day. And it's like, how do I add in fiber? One, I always recommend berries. Um, that's my favorite way to get fiber in. Raspberries, blueberries, also bananas, um, avocado, adding in whole grains. Um, and if it's something where like, you just can't, for some reason, you're not eating those foods. You can't get them in. There's a fiber supplement, but the best way I think is to just get it in through whole foods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's actually a cereal, I believe that, um, who did I get it from? Oh, I believe it was Jordan Syatt on one of his podcasts. He was talking about a, um, a fiber cereal that he used and I tried it and it's actually pretty good. It's all brand, all brand, and they have like different um, shapes 
uh, so I got the buds, all brand buds, and there it's like. <laughs> It's not like the best tasting cereal, but like you can put it on top of yogurt for like a crunch or, or something, like add it into to something like that. And it's a very yeah. easy way to get in fiber if you need like something like that. Also like wraps and pitas, a lot of the times those have Ooh, yeah, high fibers. Wraps, yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, and and delicious. I, they are and delicious. delicious. Yeah. My like really quick go-tos when it comes to fiber is chia seeds. Like mm. love chia seeds and I just add them on anything cuz yeah, like you don't really like you don't can't really taste it. You know, well you can you could but it like you could have a lot of it without having a lot of it. <laughs> and then dates is actually yes. my my go-to too for like overnight oats. That's my go-to. Um I tell that to all my clients and then just even if you if you can't have fresh berries, which I love as well, um dried fruits all but you got to be careful though it is going to add up some in, into your carbs as, as well so again i think it's just a matter of pre-logging yeah <laughs> then, um but yeah that I mean fibrous foods there's plenty out there that you can get from actually eating whole foods versus opting into you know fiber supplements like that that would be the last resort like right? edamame beans chickpeas oh things like yes that yeah um, have you, you I get, love wait. just I have like the edamame pouches and yes. I just microwave them like steam them and put butter and like kosher salt Ooh, nice. butter oh girl never I live on that. butter never I have butter my fat macro up I cook butter uh, all of my meals so if I'm heating up something on the stove I also have eggs twice a day and I cook them with a half a tablespoon of butter every time wow. we do like ghee I, and we yeah we oh, do so we good. cook everything with ghee it's it's it is really good. Oh, f- um, popcorn's a really good fiber source oh, yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, butter popcorn. I about that. Yeah, butter popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, before I forget, you mentioned dates. Have you tried dates with the nut butter and like chocolate on it? And you then you freeze it. No, I've it? seen people do that. Ooh, I've seen that. No, okay, I've seen people I've tried do that, it, though. but without it freezing good? it, I've put like almond butter yeah. and like ch- a couple of chocolate chips. It's really freaking good. Like that's like Ooh. a really good dessert. Yeah, yeah. I, I just get the big tub from Costco, and it lasts forever. And I just put it on anything if I need. And if I need anything kind of like sweet too, I just chop that up and yeah. put in my yogurt. And I mean, I think having your staples is key. Yeah. Making sure that you have those like staples is is key. But okay, now it's your turn. Steph. Okay, it's my it really turn. Is your turn now? So the question is. I need help with hitting my protein goals. Okay. This is, there's a theme. There's a theme going on. Um, First thing, increase the portions of the protein you're already eating. That is the easiest way that you can do it. If you're eating a half a cup of yogurt, eat a cup of yogurt. If you're eating three ounces of chicken, eat four or five ounces of chicken. If you do that multiple times throughout the day, it will add up very quickly. Easily. Yeah. And if you are listening for our secret word for our giveaway it's pre-log oh i like that and it is if and if you are trying to hit your protein Surprise. goals pre-log yep. <laughs> i tell you right now like we've been saying this whole podcast pre-log 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 and not just for the sake of doing it adjust your portion sizes like like steph just yep. said if you're eating a half a cup of yogurt increase it to three quarter cup one cup in, until you can get up to your protein goals if you're having three ounces of chicken up it to four ounces five ounces 
And that's going to be the quickest way to just surely up your protein intake every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like, don't be afraid of convenience. Like rotisserie chicken is the shit. Mm -hmm. Like if you can have that ready to go frozen in your freezer, do it. Kevin's Naturals are really good. Also go to for in in terms of protein. And protein is one of those things that's just a lot. It takes longer to cook. So it's always good to have something ready to go. And like, don't be afraid of, to use protein supplements if you really have to. Like, again, that's like kind of like my last resort. But if, if you have to use it, you know, on, a, on occasional days, go for it. But just make sure that obviously you have something that you're using that you love. Yeah. Um, and Costco, Sam's Club, there's a bunch of options for pre-cooked protein. That if yes. it's like, okay, you just don't have the time to cook it. There's a, Costco has like a sous vide pre-cooked sirloin it's like perfectly cooked to medium rare and it's sliced already and it makes it so easy to just throw that into a meal heat it up really quick same thing they have a bunch of like kevin's paleo meals they have just i mean you there's a plethora of pre-cooked protein options that are actually delicious and all it takes is just buying those and then pre-logging it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be chicken breast every single day. No. All day oh, Frozen no. shrimp. People Not underestimate like, yeah. shrimp. No shrimp. shrimp is such yes. a good protein source. Yes. Agree. Agree. Yeah. That and tuna. Yeah. It's a good go-to. I could, OD, um, I could OD on shrimp. Oh, me too. I'm pretty sure I do every single time I eat shrimp. <laughs> Yeah, shrimp is one of those, like, things that, like, you just can't stop eating it. And, like, you don't, like, it just doesn't feel like I'm getting enough of it. So I just, like, keep eating it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what And I, know and what I could, literally, it's, it's like, cocktail shrimp, too. I could yeah. oh my literally. God. And I don't even need cocktail sauce. I will just eat plain, cold cocktail shrimp until they're gone. Ooh, I think ceviche sounds really good. Right. I know, with some Ooh, yes. shrimp. Oh. With some cilantro, right? This sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Definitely yeah. cilantro. Okay, we're all three cilantro girlies. <laughs> yes. I knew that we were on this podcast together for a reason. <laughs> for a reason. And cilantro is not the secret word, guys. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on. Um, so, Spill's talking about protein. Can your body only absorb certain amounts of protein at a time? This is a very common question. I've been hearing this a lot more, and the answer is no. No. Uh, no, you can have like I am religious 40 to 50 grams of protein girl for breakfast like that is my jam because it just keep like it sets up my day so well and if if there if you're going straight to the bathroom right after you're eating then yes there might be some digestive issues there but no there's no reason you need to just you know stick to 20 grams of protein a meal or whatever it is but how about you guys so I think people confuse this one because when they're asking this, I, your body can only, can absorb a, as much protein as you want it to because it has multiple different benefits to the body or functions in the body. But when it comes to like your muscle, if you're asking if your body can only absorb if a certain right, amount yeah. of protein for muscle hypertrophy, then yeah, there's a certain limit for that reason where it goes to the muscle, but that doesn't mean that the rest is just wasted and has no benefit to you because there's other benefits of protein than just muscle growth. And I think a lot of people like confuse those two things. Your body will do something beneficial with the protein. With it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just going to waste. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Eat the protein. Eat the protein. Some days I have to eat like 
50 to 70 grams of protein in one sitting because my day in one meal like if I don't if I if my day starts late and I'm not because my day I normally start eating at like seven in the morning but on the weekend if my day starts at like 10 or I'm like doing other things in the morning I'm like oh my god I gotta get my protein and I'll have to eat like a lot of protein in one sitting but there's nothing it honestly wrong with makes that. me really excited when when I have a lot of protein left I get really excited yeah like, especially when we have like leftover yes yeah. we have like leftover tri-tip in the fridge or like last Ooh, night we made elk burgers I'm like I could have a giant yum. elk burger so it yeah. gets me excited I know same here um, so next question is, or kind of statement and a question. I hate meal planning slash prep. <laughs> Any tips to make this easier? Me, I'll go first, batch prep. I make like four pounds of beef at a time, literally four cups of rice at a time, probably like six giant sweet potatoes, and then I have frozen vegetables. And then all I have to do is just mix and match for my meals, and then I'll make some fresh eggs for breakfast and fresh eggs for dinner as well. Um, But just batch prepping makes it so much easier. I'm not in the kitchen trying to follow a certain recipe. Um, It takes all this prep time, chopping vegetables, whatever. It's literally just make a protein, make a carb, frozen vegetables, and then you have fresh fruit. Yeah, that works. 30 minutes that works for a lot of people that method really does and also use the food use the macro food bloggers that are out there there are so many that have meals already like logged and prepped and weighed out and everything to follow that and so you're not having to do everything that's a really easy easy thing to do as well and that's in our member portal too. It's in the resource, the, yeah. the resources page. We have mm. like that whole entire list of different like food bloggers and Instagram people that have like macro friendly recipes to just make it easy for you. Take the guesswork out of it. Yeah, yeah, and you and you don't have to input it a recipe one at a time either, because then you'll just find it and then log it, which saves a ton. Um, but same with like car, I we do batch. Um, prepping but lately as of late I've been doing like actual meal prep for the rest of the week because I tend I for whatever reason I tend to skip my lunches not on purpose so I know how you guys (laughs) feel I get those things from my clients too Uh, and so I've been really good about making sure that my meal timing is better and actually getting in you know all the food in a reasonable time frame versus trying to eat like like you said 70 grams of protein yeah towards the end of the night which nothing wrong with that I would do it too but I don't want to do it every single day right <laughs> exactly um simplicity okay, well use the things that are there yes, for your convenience use the pre-cut vegetables use the frozen stuff use the rotisseries the yeah. tuna the deli meat whatever you have to do to keep it simple for yourself especially in the beginning stages macros yes. and nu- nutrition really is super simple and we tend to overcomplicate it yeah mm-hmm. we're actually gonna save this last question for another episode because it's such a great topic and it like we can continue talking about this and the question that was asked was how to adjust macros for postpartum breastfeeding and crossfitting and I think that we could definitely talk about this and be more of a podcast about the different phases in your life you know as an athlete pregnancy and through everything else in between so hold off on that and we will make sure to talk about that on a podcast in the future but 
hopefully you guys enjoyed our time together. I know we kind of segue on multiple different things. Don't forget about our secret word and make sure you guys are subscribed to our podcast because we are releasing every two weeks now. Yes. All right, guys. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Talk to y'all ladies later. Bye.